Hey guys, welcome to the Boss Queens of Voices podcast where we discuss the hard truth. The aim of this podcast is to provide a safe space for normalising healthy and constructive conversations and debates on topics and issues which affect the black community. Some episodes will feature just myself, sharing my views, opinions and personal experiences, while other episodes will feature guest speakers who will also share their views, experiences and personal perspectives. I hope you join me on this journey as we unpack and face these issues head on. Remember to like, share and subscribe to never miss an episode. And if you'd like to be a guest speaker or have any suggestions on how things can be improved, please send me an email at theadvicequeen at gmail.com. All suggestions and constructive criticism are welcome. Please also follow me on Instagram at the Boss Queens with Voices podcast and join me every Saturday live at 11pm where you can have your say or send me a voice message using the link below in the podcast description box. Hey guys, welcome back to season two of the Boss Queens with Voices podcast. I'm your host, the Advice Queen, and I'm joined by a returning guest. Sisters Keeper and Miss Undefined. Yes, we are operating yep. on the two alias in the spaces. What's up, Wagwan? Wagwan. <laughs> I like that. So um, yeah, we're we're just here, you know, we're gonna um wrap it up today. We're gonna be talking about natural hair and could there be more to the hatred of our hair? So yeah, let's just get right into it. So sisters keeper. What do you think? Do you want to start off with the topic or do you absolutely, want to Absolutely. Yes. This is a favorite of mine. This is a mm-hmm. favorite of mine. Anyone that's been on Sisters Keeper will see that I make mention often to um, you know, our natural hair. Yeah. Um, you know, my always are promote say we need to burn the wigs them and the weaves them and them someday. And when we do that, we can get back to ourselves. And I know that it has become such a touchy topic amongst our sisters because whenever the, con- the, the, whenever the conversation is, has entered the chat in regards to natural hair and weaves and wigs and perms and all these things, yeah. um, they generally get very defensive mm-hmm. around, you know, people saying, well, you know, it's a part of self-expression and um, you promoting a natural self is saying that, um, we should stifle other aspects of the personality. For me, I think it is a very important conversation. And as I said, I am I'm living for this conversation. It's a conversation that will always be in any space that I permeate because it is very important. Um, as I look at trends that are now happening, um, we see that there is a need to remove us from the natural and more you know, towards the unnatural or the fake. Mm-hmm. We yeah. often have these conversations among selves where we're saying, oh, you know, fake people and, and bad mind people and, and, and jealous people and this, that, and the third, but we don't look at, you know, the cultures that we have embraced around yeah. these things. Mm-hmm. Um, when I look in the space, I often see a lot of my sisters who have <clears throat> seriously confused um, the wearing of wigs or um, attributing wigs to their authentic identity and yeah. that's a lie and it needs to be said and it needs to be talked about right it needs to be brought up um i will often say it's not that i am promoting that you should completely dismiss playing around and having fun mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. however for me in order in order for me to assess your authenticity for me personally i don't know about anyone else i cannot speak for anyone else i need to see you show up as yourself most of the time 
because for me when you show up as yourself most of the time it means that you are your interests are generally curated around you being you right um another part of this conversation speaks to our economics right and how self-hate ties into that now we rarely own any of the manufacturing companies associated with creating the wigs and weaves and turning mm-hmm. um so for me there there shouldn't even really be no argument because where's your money going right you're mm-hmm. picking up five six hundred seven hundred thousands of dollars then at that point and you're spending it and mm-hmm. you're neglecting so many other aspects of who you are so the conversation is far more deeper than just saying you know don't you you you, you should just wear your natural hair or learn, learn to embrace that i always introduce the question of the why why is it that you know you feel so ashamed to go mm-hmm. outside i'm mm-hmm. representing you for all of you, all all that you are um I often hear as well, my sisters talk about, you know, bias, which is true. There is a bias um, in regards to certain settings when mm-hmm. you go into, you know, certain workplace and all these things. Now yeah. for me, again, pressing forward into the creating of your own reality and being adamant about that and being aligned with who you are, when you are, there are certain things that don't affect you. Mm-hmm. So the things that are going to affect you are the things that you call onto yourself. And I will always tell people, I've only ever had one encounter um, with a boss and it wasn't even about my hair it was about the fact that I covered my hair okay. because we're in head wraps yeah. and that's what the issue was other than that any and every space that I've moved in professionally I've always come with my ear because my ear is a part of me and so, yeah go ahead yeah so I was going to say that's good that was going to lead me into like obviously my first question that I was right. going to ask you was yeah you know, um, why did you embrace your natural hair? Or or have you always just been somebody that just was in that space of having your own natural hair because you're very comfortable with it, you're very aggressive with it? Uh Uh-huh. And so the latter latter is it for me. And to expound on the latter of always being confident and and, and comfortable around my hair, Mm -hmm. I, I will always say, like, for me, I grew up with pride and reverence for my hair um so yeah as you said there would have been so many different elements to this conversation um a part of that was that unfortunately for you know people around me at the time in my environment and this this legacy of 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 slavery and 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 hatred and not attributing good here to Mm -hmm. black so it can't just be that we are um black people Mm -hmm. people that have quote-unquote good here so yeah. our hair is broken down into so many different categories, right? And if Same. you have a certain texture of hair, it must mean that you're mixed with something. Mm-hmm. So I, my texture is, is softer, right? Um, my, my, my curls, it, what, what would I say? I don't even know that, they, they, you know, they have all these different categories for A, B, C, this, all this, this yeah. sort of stuff. But my hair, when it's, when it's looked at, it would it would be considered here that's mixed mixed black girl here but mm-hmm. it's not it's not the case for me my mm-hmm. mother is a black woman my mm-hmm. father is a black man mm-hmm. it's just that that's just how my texture here comes and it's crazy because we are like that you mm-hmm. know our textures range from very coily to very yeah. very loose and we it doesn't necessarily mean that we have had any mixture in our bloodline it's just that we are such uh, uh, 
um, a diverse people. To not cut I'm, you, to not cut you on that point, was is that is that because your mum always took care of your hair? She always, always grew it and that kind of thing. So you know, always care of my hair. So, so that's a part of it as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's a part of it. But th this is I wanted to point out that I think that the reason for that pride comes mm. with the fact that it was associated with being good here okay. because I heard a lot of that growing up. Growing my up. hair was praised. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter who I was. I had nice hair and I was a pretty little black girl. That's what, you understand what I'm saying? So yeah. there, there, there's that. So I just wanted to point out that that was there because it also it was speaks, naturally to, like that. speaks to yeah. the, 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 the self-hate that we have or whatever, because what makes me so pretty is the fact that my hair wasn't well, so or what we considered yeah. bad hair, as you're saying, mm -hmm. it, it met some sort of a standard mm -hmm. for it to be praised, which is a sad thing, but it's a part yeah. of our truth, yeah. right? However, again, all of that, all of that contributed mm -hmm. to me having pride in my hair. And that is just the truth, right? Mm -hmm. um, again, my mother took time out to make sure my hair was groomed. Um, I was taught that, you know, not everyone should touch my hair. And you understand what I'm saying? So I grew with a, with, 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 with a huge, it, it's a lot of pride mm -hmm. that was associated with my natural hair. Now, the programming that was coming in from society did affect me. Because, you know, the acceptable standard now is the straight hair. And so mm -hmm. we're permanent here at that time. So I'm coming up, even though I'm loving my hair, I'm coming up as a young girl seeing, you know, mm -hmm. other girls perming their hairs and it's straight. And there's an attitude that comes with that. And then there's the weave and, and all those things. And I, yeah, I, I wanted to try that. I wanted to see what that was about. Mm -hmm. Didn't take me long. Um, it's interesting too, because when I, when I got to, I believe I was 15 when she asked me, okay, you know, you have a choice now. You can either permit if you want, or you can keep it natural. Like it's up to you. Mm -hmm. But before at that point, I didn't have, I didn't have an option. Yes. It had to be my natural hair. And then I permitted, I chose to permit. And when I did, it was a community disappointment. Everyone was wow. just so, yeah, they were angry. Like, why would you, why you do that? Yeah, I always get that reaction around anything that I do with my hair. Why would you do that? That's a good head of hair. But as you're saying, it meets a particular standard. So my hair is not the type of hair that you have to perm mm -hmm. or you have to do anything with it. You can walk proudly with that because that your hair texture is different. Mm -hmm. You understand what I mean? I come, yeah, you, you know, so there's that. Um, permed my hair didn't last long because for me, it was just a weird thing because, okay, what do I do with this now? I can't really do anything with it. I can't do the fun styles that I used to do before. So it didn't take me a very long time to go back natural. Because yeah. her life wasn't, was, I wasn't about that life. It was burning me. I didn't understand it. Why would I sit here yeah. and you know take all of this just to have a particular look when I can just wear my own hair? Mm. Um, I've probably ever weaved my hair, I'd say five times in my life. Okay. I'd say that. Mm. Um, and everyone... Anytime I do anything to my hair, people always say, I don't know why you waste your money because you're going to take it out. So I am that girl that will probably get it. I weaved it just to try it. And then I took it out because it was itching me. Yeah, it was itching. I couldn't, I didn't get, I'm not doing this. Like, you know? So that was that. And and then in in the process of doing all of those things, in the process of playing around and perming and weaving, as I said, I've always been a grounded girl and woman. So there are certain things that I've always been um, attracting in, in terms of information. 
yeah. while I was going through all these different phases, I was still reading books and still attracting, you know, just information around our people. I've always just been in- interested and intrigued yeah. in anything that have to do with um, the state of Black people on a global scale mm-hmm. and on a spiritual level as well. So for me, there was something that was conflicting about knowing the things that I know and understanding the things that I began to understand around, you know, how um, a system had worked hard to implement self-hate in our people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the effects that slavery had on us and the fact that, you know, we couldn't groom our hair um, during that time. And so, you know, it, 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 as a people that took so much pride in their appearance and in their hair and being in these circumstances where you're treated inhumane and you don't have, you can't, you can't look good. So I don't, it's, you know, you, you're gonna look a particular way. People are gonna tell you you're ugly, of course, you're gonna to begin to believe them. And so you're gonna resent everything that has to do with your physical makeup. So understanding those things, I just couldn't do it personally. Like I couldn't understand the understanding the economics around, you know, the weave and the industry and who owned the industry and all these things, yeah, yeah, yeah. all these different things that we're battling with financially. I could not personally, it didn't make sense to me. No, I'm not gonna put no more money in a in pocket. No, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do this. It doesn't make sense. And I have my beautiful header here. I am going to represent that. I'm gonna wear that. Fast forward to today, I thought this movement around black women cutting off their hair, rejecting, you know, not, not that it's the reason why everyone do it, but it's a part of the reason why some women do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this, this beauty standard and this hair thing, you know, we're just gonna cut it off because we're not having an ear, we're not having a tablet, and we cannot attribute our beauty to anything but ourselves, mm-hmm. right? I thought that was a beautiful thing. So when I cut off my hair, I cut off my hair, um, I was inspired by, by that perspective to cut it off. Yeah. I often heard from women because mm. again, I'm still here. I'm still natural. I'm wearing my hair and I've inspired so many sisters around me to do the same. So many of them have come and said, you know, wow, like I wish I had the pride that mm-hmm. you have. And I said, you do, you just have to do it. You know, your hair is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, and the, the interesting, about, interesting thing about it is that even sisters that meet the quote unquote standard around having good hair are still facing this 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 poisonous mentality of yeah. you know what I mean we can't we just cannot be natural and and we don't look beautiful with this header here on our head so I thought that was interesting so a lot of them have you know come to me and let me know how I've inspired them to make the change or make the switch to go natural and things like that and when I decided to to cut my hair off I did it for those sisters that I know personally mm-hmm. that I see that I come across that really will not step outside with their hair because mm-hmm. there is such a hatred tied to their image mm-hmm. that I cannot show that to the world. In order for me to be acceptable, I have to have this wig on my head. So I cut off mine because mm-hmm. this is not that serious and you have to learn to embrace you. And if you can watch me do it from the ground up, you, you shouldn't have any excuses. Everything that you think about me, when you look at me, you're mm-hmm. telling me that I am beautiful. When you look at me, you're telling me, you know, love my confidence you so you have those things within you somewhere yeah. we're gonna do this together so. i just think it's i just think is you know going back to that i just think it's 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 deeply enrooted it is within us because you know a lot of us were born into it you know, well majority of us were born into our parents you know mm-hmm. combing our hairs relaxing it jerry curling it whatever the case was you know we just never really had our own natural hair and mm-hmm. Whenever we did have our own natural hair, we did, you know, get them comments of, you know, not looking nice or being right. or looking scruffy right. or whatever the case may be. And 
for me personally, I mean, as I said to you, I, I've never really, you know, natural hair, all of that. It was just never really a thing. It was just, hair was just hair. Yeah, right. If that makes sense, you know? Right. And, you know, for the majority of my, like my younger days, as I said, my mom was one that, you know, we had jerry curls. Right. And then it was the hot comb. And then, you know, it eventually it was, you know, you perm in your hair and whatsoever. But during my teen years, I didn't, you know, so much perm my hair that much because right. I just used to put my hair up in one and oh, you yeah. know, work with it and whatever. But fast forward to like, probably like, you know, when this whole weave trend started, mm-hmm. I, used to, I used to, you know, before we used to do our own, you know, our little short... Yeah little yardy styles you know back in the days and you know your little curly hair and all of that yeah. and as you said it always used to itch you know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the one the that the the itch, you know? like... and I couldn't yeah so I couldn't manage it mm-hmm. so a lot of the time I didn't want to get my hair done because of that very reason and then I wouldn't I couldn't sit down for hours even now right. I couldn't I can't I think I've had braids mm-hmm. even my children said it the other day I had braids a few months ago you remember yeah um, my kids was like, mom, you know, this is the first time I've seen you in my whole life in braids. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. like, I had to even stop and think, what? Mm-hmm. But even braids, because I can't sit down for hours to do my hair. So when this wig thing came out, you know, making a wig, and it was like, for me, it was like, wow, this is the perfect thing. I don't even have to. And that was coming from, I won't even say that that was coming. I mean, when I thought about it deeply, it mm-hmm. does stem from self-hatred. Right. But... At my time of going through it, I just thought it was Convenient. just easy. Convenient. And it was, a, it was for yeah. me being lazy because yeah. I didn't know how to take care of hair. And I'm going to I'm gonna interject here. I love that you said that because it's mm-hmm. a big part of the conversation around mm-hmm. us not knowing how to properly groom or hear. I didn't. And, and I really still don't. Yeah. And, and th- that this is the part of it for me. We make a lot of excuses because I'm watching these sisters braid wigs. Mm-hmm. I'm watching a braid wig. I'm watching them take the time to dye the wigs, mm-hmm. to bleach it, to do all these things, to have so much, put so much time and effort and attention yeah. into making sure that the wig Looks turns good. out right when you put it on your head. Sis, you can put the same energy into learning how to properly groom your hair. No excuses. No excuses. I'm not let up on I 100% agree with you. I mean, I'm not that one that I, I'm not fantastic with hair, period. Weave real fake mm-hmm. whatever I'm just not that person I don't you know all of that wonderful stuff I don't know how to do it I'm just right. not attuned you understand what I mean I don't know if that's because mm-hmm. I don't know I'm just not attuned I, I have three daughters mm-hmm. I can't I've never came around their hair right. I've always gone to the hairdressers right. somebody else has always taken care of their hair it's never been me do you understand what I mean and that's not something that I'm saying being proud that's something that I'm saying from a place that what you just said about learning to do these right. things. I've learned to do so many other things in my life right because I am that person I I just need to just focus and I can learn absolutely anything I want to learn right. right so that was just never a priority for me to learn how to care for hair because there's always an easier option does that make sense makes sense but hear what you said that's the difference between you and many others and there are many like you that do the same thing wherein mm. you don't know how to do it but you make a conscious effort to show up to make sure that it gets done Mm-hmm. You know so you are taking them to get it groomed by other sisters that know yeah. how to do it. That in itself will speak back to the community and the fact that it takes a village because mm-hmm. it's not every single one of us are going to know how to do here. This is why we had 
natural hair salons and things yeah. like that, which, which we need again. Mm-hmm. We need again. We need we need our natural hair salons back. So again, that also speaks to um our economics, right? Because natural hair salons have gone out of business because the weaves and the wig industry are boom. So yeah. sisters are not making money doing natural hair or the the the, the skills now are are becoming almost non-existent because they're not being used, they're not needed no more. Nobody's braiding hair, nobody, you know what I mean? So uh, we, we, it, it has to be talked about because when you come here and you manifest like this, you're going to have this here. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to get away from this. So we always have to be having this type of conversation. It's very necessary that we do. And for me, I'm going to say, it's not that, it's not that I understand the need to play mm. and the need to play and everything has to come into a balance, mm-hmm. but at the same time, understand why you are playing in the things that you're playing in mm-hmm. and really seek to understand how those things affect you on a core being level. That's 100%. my thing with it all. So yeah, black women have to start show up as themselves. And just so- as you said that, you know, it being, you know, a representation of your core being, mm-hmm. that leads to my second question, which was, do you think there's a connection between our us and our natural hair and you know basically the natural source which is that the sun I, I think I've always thought about it because I've seen a lot of de- depictions of black women afro african women and they always have the sun above them with their afro so mm-hmm. is there I mean I know that those are pictures mm-hmm. but you know, it's an imagination, isn't it? People paint pictures from their imagination, isn't it? So do you think that there's some connection, like divine connection between our hair and the universe? Okay, so I picked up this, um, this, this, it's an article that I have, I've had now for probably, as I said, I believe about a decade or so. Mm. Um, I came across this in my early 20s and I got it from some more brothers. Um, it's written by R.V. Bay, and it's called Cosmetology, the Truth About Our Hair. It says, your hair is your antenna for the purpose of sending and receiving impulses, thoughts, to and from the cosmos. Mm-hmm. Let me read what he wrote as to why he wrote the article. He said, I was inspired to write an article 10 years ago regarding the history of care. My inspiration came from within, and after reading the book 400 Years Without a Comb by William Marrow, he was ahead of his time when he published it in 1973. Mm-hmm. His intention was to bring consciousness of the beauty of our natural hair. Several generations later, later, we have arrived. I too have done additional research that closes up the gap. With our antenna tuned in instead of tuned out, we have a chance at reaching our full spiritual development as we march forward in this spiritual war. Now, I want to read something else just based on what mm-hmm. you asked. We talked about um, if it has some sort of a connection to our spirituality. I think it's, it's, do I have it right? Okay. Yeah, basically. So I'm just, I'm just reading, I'm just taking out um, mm-hmm. different aspects of the article. It's not in any particular order. Yeah. It says the major component of here is silicon. Silicon is used in the memory of computers. Here grows in a spiral that is threaded out of the scalp. It grows in a crystal formation, as in quartz. Quartz is used in many electronic devices. In fact, the first TV was called the quartz set. Is it starting to register that your hair is your antenna? Question mark. Mm-hmm. Here is responsible for your telepathy and perception, your third eye awareness, 
Everyone needs to take a moment to meditate. Some call it prayer. In simple terms, we need to take time to think to receive thought impulses. When we think, we send out and receive thoughts, soundless thoughts. Yeah. Your here is the primary component in that process. It carries current from your body as sound through the here filaments and receives currents as soundless called thoughts. Hmm. Okay. Let me just get, let me just read mm -hmm. this part. <laughs> because it is, is deep. it is deep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here is present on the head of a fetus before other parts of the body develop. The developing yes. body needs the signal sent via the hair. If you have ever seen an ultrasound of a fetus, you would see the hairline of the child. And with that, you could possibly tell if it was the hairline of a male or a female. 100%. All right. I'm gonna jump to that. It's necessary. It's necessary. It's part part I'm, gonna from this. I'm gonna jump to this part. And I think this part is very important. Hair is located on the points of the body which receive and send the most signals. Head, eyebrows, eyelashes, underarms, genital, face, chest, ears, nose, and fine body hair. Mm -hmm. The hair on the eyebrows helps bring consciousness to the pineal gland. The eyelashes bring consciousness to your eyes. The armpits are the seat of the mammary glands. A woman's mammary glands breasts are not only larger than men, they actually function as an output. This is why a man usually has and needs hair on his chest. The hair on the genitals bring consciousness during the act of sexual reproduction. It hmm. aids in bringing in a child with high vibratory rates, provided parents have a high vibratory rate. If hmm. your vibratory rate is low, you usually attract the same. So I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave it right. Because I want to And just add. before we, you've left, just before you leave it right there, that's yeah. that last sentence that you just said, because... I had a debate a few, probably a year or so ago with, with you know, just different people about pubic hair, mm -hmm. right? And I, I you know, I, I said, you know, I don't care what anybody wants to say, you mm -hmm. know, I keep myself well-groomed down there, yeah, yeah. but I'm not doing that, that shaving board thing. I'm not taking it off, nope. Not it taking it off to, because they're for a reason. Nope. They're for a reason. Nope. nope. So just you understand what I mean? I, yep. They're, they're, not to say you must be walking around with bushy armpits and no. front and whatever, right. but you, right. you understand what I'm trying to say? Because Perfect. sometimes all these chemicals, all these things that they tell you to be using abrasive to be taken off here, it's destroying things within your body. Nature is very intelligent. Yeah. And I'm just going to leave that one right there because that just made a lot of sense what you yeah. just said in that last sentence because not even just the last sentence, that last paragraph in, in, in its entirety. And, and everyone, I'm sure, can attest to this. When, when, when having any conversation around anything and you get a line, like let's just say we're talking now mm. and truth are just rolling in, the ancestors are present, everything mm -hmm. is aligned. What we're seeing is just flowing. Mm -hmm. You know how we would sit back home, we would say, oh my gosh, I truly are talking about how the ear them just raise up from a body. Yeah, yeah, um, that right there. Um, that's how, we, that's how um, back home we confirm that it, what we're saying, because exactly, your body is re is reacting to that. So it's very interesting. Um, so this is why for me, when 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 I started to get into this stuff, I started to look into a lot of articles around, you know, or here and our spirituality and how that's tied. Um, it's I believe it's Malachi's York information that I came across, and I know Malachi York Malachi York is is associated with the Nuwapians, and that's from me. Mm -hmm. 
I've got everywhere I collect information. I've got collect information from everybody because mm -hmm. everything is valid until it's not. And exactly. no one owns information. No one owns it. You understand me? I said the thought, energy cannot be created nor can it be destroyed. So every thought that has ever been thought is still valid, it's still present, it's still there. Exactly. So we just all tap into these mental reservoirs depending on where we're vibrating and we're collecting information. But York, um, he speaks to us as a species of people, that we're a different species of people. And he talked about the fact that we're the only group of people on the face of the earth that actually has hair. No other group of people has hair. They have fur. Uh, it's just like the fur on the animal's body. Now, if you look at that in theory, we are the only people here that defies nature's laws. We're the only people here that go towards the sun and everything with life, light, and intelligence why. towards the sun. So this is why our hair grow up. It is not meant to grow down. So understand no. that your primary beings and the, the, the very fact of how you manifested here is mm -hmm. it's true to that. You understand what I'm saying? You are a child of the sun. Mm -hmm. Anybody where the sun never created an attack, the sun doesn't give you cancer. It does not. It does not attack you when you go out there. It replenishes you. It blesses you every time you're in its presence. And so that's why I need to always run to the sun yes. when I'm feeling yes. a certain way yes. and people don't understand it. What are you talking about? Summertime over and here in Canada, yeah. black people get retarded because we've we've been out of the sun for so long every time it's summer, we lose our shit it's just what it is we when we are in the sun we are different look at tropical beings as opposed to every other like look at us and we're, the same like the uk i forgot canada is literally the same we have seasons mm -hmm. as well don't you mm -hmm. yeah so yeah, we don't i get what you mean it's so. like yeah once the sun comes out everybody yeah. gets crazy yeah you get excited yeah. as shit we get excited as shit. We lose our shit because like this makes sense to us. We are things are aligning exactly. You know that like, we feel better. Our moods are better. We as sun beings and sun beings, we need the sun. It's necessary for us to be in the sun, and we cannot function. We cannot. We we don't function very well when the sun is not around. You know when Father Son and both have problems. So it's so many things. It's so many things, and this is why I'm so passionate about this conversation up here because I'm telling you, like. The sisters that I come around mm -hmm. that are natural, no matter what their belief systems are, are usually far more grounded mm -hmm. than the that's that's in my experience, right? Um, so again, I just want to put put forth that when we when we when we talk to you about these things, we're not coming from a place of hate. Cause no love. So no. Oh, you are hating and hate for what? You buy the weave, we can buy the weave and wear it too. Anything exactly. you do to the weave, we can do it too. You, you understand what I mean? I said, so mm -hmm. this is not about trying to speak down to you or attack you or anything like that. No, this this comes from love. It's this a comes valid, from love. And it's this valid conversation. Comes from mm -hmm. Yes, it comes from introspection. Mm -hmm. And it comes from the fact that I am you, sister. I am you. You understand? So I know the mental turmoil and the psychological anguish that many of, many of you face. We have all been there in different ways, but we've all been there. So we can speak to that with love because mm -hmm. we know where you're coming from and we understand you best. You understand me? I say, we, we know that it's confusion that have you doing half of the things that you're supposed to, that you're doing right now. And we know that you're just falling for the trickery that society puts out there and tell you that you have to be this and you have to look like that to be accepted. And we're going to be here to tell you, no, no, the fuck you don't. Yeah, exactly. And that's just it. Yeah, you need to be you. And yeah, we need to just get back to our shit because it's not making sense. 100%. It's not making sense. And you know, I I, I stumbled across the article as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna read much of the article. 
um but i just wanted to read a bit of it like yeah, please. especially you know it says in early african civilizations hairstyles could indicate a person's family background tribe and social status so there's already a lot they you know like they've taken away everything yeah. that we use to identify ourselves even up to our hairstyles and if you think about it you know um the two most I will say hated forms of natural black hair in every part of the world is the afro yep and dreadlocks yep yeah I'm gonna say because those things I think signify some sort of black power mm -hmm. some sort of I don't know what it is but I just know that you're not going in any workplace with an afro mm -hmm. and majority of a lot of school I mean there was a guy that just had some big fight with the Ghana authorities mm -hmm. that I saw on YouTube mm -hmm. because they wasn't accepting his child into school with dreadlocks right. yeah and he literally fought the system until it, it and you know we're in the age of social media so it took off on social media and you know they had to kind of like back down but I'm saying even in 2021 we're having this fight with our even in England we've had instances of young boys not being able to go into school with the same thing with if they're from Rasta and Ferium you know backgrounds some are even you know probably now it's a bit more relaxed but you know there was issues with boys having cane rolls you know there was all sorts of issues and it's it's always surrounding our natural form yeah. of hair yeah. you can go into the workplace with the craziest weave yeah. and nobody says anything to you you know but the minute you go in with your natural hair you know it's you know I've even had people say to me like oh you have hair mm, interesting like what do you mean okay. I'm so confused what do you mean I've got hair and it's 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 even that comes back to this atmosphere that we have allowed to become our norm that or here should be questionable and it's okay for you to question me about how I look naturally, how I manifested naturally. And I don't know if it's because I'm in childcare. Just just you know, come close the cage for me, please. I don't know if it's because I'm in childcare, but I've never had I've never had that. Like it's mm. the most it's interesting. It's um, more I think it's more in the corporate world. Yeah, yes, definitely, definitely. Mm. It's interesting because even though I can see that there may be some reserve from people that are in quote unquote positions of authority, them just probably already know so like can't really say nothing to she. Like I can't say nothing to her. But it's very interesting because in going into these different spaces, other people may have been addressed about mm -hmm. the things that I do, like wearing, you know, my hair a certain way or whatever. Other women have come to me and asked me, oh, so they didn't say nothing to you? Mm. About your hair, or they didn't say nothing to you about your head wrap. So I find I find those things to be interesting. So I attribute those things as well with the type of vibration that you carry. Mm. Because we we again are creating our reality every step of the way. So if we have allowed ourselves to believe the things that they're selling us, then we're gonna project that. So mm. naturally, we're gonna attract the people that have those thought patterns. Mm. And gonna say, oh well, you know, you shouldn't be can't be wearing your hair like this because we're already thinking it. We've already created. It. We've already created that thought process. So naturally, then you vibration. Yeah. So yeah, we we gotta get back to ourselves. We gotta get back to ourselves, and when we do, um speaking to our economics we're going to create the things that we need right yeah. then our money will start to flow within and amongst each other because we are creating the things that 
are necessary for us. Yeah. But if you're not a black woman, you cannot create black woman hair product. You cannot do it. You, you that's could, another interesting topic. Well, not even a topic, but that's another interesting, you know, stance yeah. because yeah. even in this article that I'm reading, um, you know, the black hair industry. I mean, first of all, Madam C.J. Walker, we know, was the first, you know, black millionaire, millionaires from black hair, right. from making black hair products. And I think that was like in 1930. Cool. But let's move forward to 2015, because this article is a bit old. Okay. But I mean, 2015 in the UK, right, um, black hair care was worth 530 million. So that's $774 million. That's just in the UK. Do you see how much wealth that is that we're putting into the economy just to look like them? I've been seeing. To look like them. And this is why for me, I tell people, your your self-love politics, it has to be healthy because you can't separate who we are as a people from politics. You understand they have politicized our identity and so your politics yeah. have to be healthy your politics have to be healthy your politics your love politics need to be healthy your love politics need to look like you and your self-love politics need to be rooted and grounded in you mm. my unless there's a need to mm. go out and spend with others because you don't know what them own everything mm. so we have to pay them rent we have to insure this that all of them you take them. your time to build yeah. what it is but you see when it comes on to my skin and mm. my, my 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 health products mm. my herbs my brothers and sisters get my money and I've been mm-hmm. operating like this 100%. for as long as I can know myself. Like me, with my brothers and sisters when me buy things from me, always have special, my container them special because mm-hmm. they know me from them just start and I'm still around. Mm-hmm. Every, you see what I'm saying? Like you- Even with you, that, like what black people need to just be understanding is that, as I said in my last podcast, it's simple mathematics, right? Mm-hmm. We are never going to have bargaining power against any race of people unless we come together and start to build together. Yeah, you know, I applaud all the black businesses that are out there doing the thing and, you know, representing, yeah? But we need to be collectively having that buying power. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? that I always recommend for every, because it it was written in the 1940s, by an American um, brother, and it's still valid today. Mm. Um, the miseducation of the Negro. The uh, miseducation yeah. of the Negro mm-hmm. is a must read for mm-hmm. every single person mm-hmm. that is considered to be a black person. It has to be any proof. It's, it's sad half of the time to know that these things are still relative, but what it speaks, what, what, what those things speak to me is a timeline. The mm-hmm. timeline that we, we're trapped in a time loop. And you see, because things look different, we have, we, we've come to accept and understanding that time mm-hmm. hasn't. It's the illusion because mm-hmm. we are really still living in the 40s because every everything, everything that's of reference for us is coming out of that time and it is still mm-hmm. fully valid now. And even strides that they had made after that, we've probably reversed that and gone way back because okay. the programmings have been so imminent or they found more intelligent ways to mm-hmm. implement different programming. So we just keep getting tricked and bamboozled and we're not we're not paying attention to what's happening. We're not but paying I'm- attention. We are not paying attention. That's what it is. Yeah. We're not paying attention. We're not reading. We're not putting what we read into practice. Mm-hmm. You, know, you understand what I mean? We're just knowledge without application is useless. So that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. A hundred percent. Um yeah, I was just reading in this article. 
you know, it's talking about, you know, when slavery was abolished, you know, and um, that was, I think, 1865, and how, men, how, how black people felt the pressure to fit into mainstream white society, you know, and then that's, you know, obviously where the whole texturizing your hair and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to make your hair look European, yes, you know, sort of started. And, you know, um, the, the author of this says that, she, you know, she na- nicknamed it the post-emancipation era, mm-hmm. you know, where the great oppression, because that's when blacks had to go through, you know, really intensive methods to smooth their hair. Right. So we're not even talking about emancipation from slavery. We're talking about, you know, going through a whole thing where the collective are thinking that my hair ne- needs to be European straight. And if you think back of it, when you look at to like all, you know, them back in the day, them, what's his name that used to have his hair slicked? The black guy that sang and it just looked like he had a bloody wig on. Um, not Bobby. What's his name? uh really his name was there but it's gone he's a famous singer anyway from back in the day but all of them from back in the days they all had their comb slicking back their hair you know and yeah just looking totally ridiculous really but I suppose that was their way of trying to fit in to looking more and maybe what and maybe what they were told um for me I they're so there's so many things because everything comes back full circle Mm. right and so we're talking about how you're going to further your agenda any agenda that you have in regards to to any people but Mm. as far as i can see we are at the forefront of of these these psychological warfare Mm -hmm. when you look at the music industry the music industry serves a purpose for furthering certain conversations that fund Mm-hmm. You know, segregation and separation and self-hate. You know, so we're going to have to do a part two because the recording is going to end. Is, is so do you want to stop? stop? Do you want right. to do the part two right now? Let us record part two maybe tomorrow. Can okay. we do tomorrow afternoon? Yeah, yeah. So guys, we have to stop recording now okay. because I've reached my maximum recording um, allowance apparently. So, um, yeah, so this is episode, as I said, talking about natural hair and the natural hair journey. This is going to be part one. We will have part two out for you for the following week. And yeah, until then, stay tuned to myself and also Sisters Keeper, um, because, yeah, we're both delivering great stuff that people need to be in tune with and listening to. And yeah, just taking whatever knowledge and information you can from that. Do you want to close up with anything, Sisters Keeper? Sure. Um, well, well, I'm just again, I'm always thanking you for you know creating the platform, mm-hmm. um, for being so Thank open you. and receptive to you know this linking up and and building and creating a connection because this is what it's all about. Um, yeah, just thanks for being aligned. Listen, people, share it with your friends. Jump on the lives. We're you're gonna be on live um this on Saturday. Saturday coming, yeah. After the after she records and puts out the podcast, then she usually has a, a Instagram live where you know everyone can just come and have a conversation, chime in, conversation, good conversation, yeah. good times, good talk. Be present for those, and yeah, just stay in tune with us. Definitely. So thanks, sis, for um gracing my screen and my microphone again, and we we'll catch up soon. Okay. Take care. Stay blessed, everybody, and tune in next week. Bye.